0: You're listening to Practical Wellness with best-selling author, TEDx speaker, and mind-body wellness expert, Jaya Jaya Myra. Learn how to create good mental, emotional, and physical health simply and naturally with practical lifestyle tips for holistic well-being. Jaya Jaya Myra has inspired audiences worldwide and is here to empower you to live a healthy, purpose-filled life. And now, your host, Jaya Jaya Myra. everyone, Jaya Jaya Myra here. Welcome to another episode of Practical Wellness. Today I have very special guest Lisa Boswell with me. She is the author of The Modern Oracle and she is also a divination teacher. Welcome, Lisa. It is a pleasure to have you. Hi everyone. So can you tell me exactly what does divination mean to you? This is a term that people may or may not be familiar with.
1: Personally, I think that divination is a lifestyle divination obviously involves predicting the future and connecting with your spirits and gaining advice from divination objects or from signs or anything in that realm. But personally, I do believe that to be a diviner is to live a lifestyle of divination. And that lifestyle usually involves reading to roll, interpreting your dreams, recording your dreams, noticing the signs that spirits send you, even things like naming something a particular name because you just so happens to come across it in the form of a sign. So that is pretty much how I would define divination.
0: What is your favorite tool for divination? Because like you said, uh, any message the spirit brings you, uh, you could look at many things as a form of divination. I, I, I look to animals a lot. Like I notice what is around me. I notice uh, what they're saying, what their attitude is like. And for me, that's rock-solid, foolproof way of understanding what the universe is trying to tell me. Yeah. What is your favorite tool?
1: I would say that, and, and this is something not a lot of people even know that this has a name, right? But I would say that probably my favorite system of divination is something known as cladonism. And that's when you hear something that has spiritual significance. So, mm-hmm. for example, when I started uh, my big website, uh, divination and fortune-telling, it did have a different name when I first started it but I was really considering changing the name after about six no I think it was after about six weeks or something I just really felt that there was this disconnection between what I wanted the website to be and what the website was actually called Mm -hmm. so I was sitting and I was typing out different words on the computer and stuff and just trying to figure out what am I going to call this website And as I typed the words divination and fortune telling, someone said those words on TV as I was typing them. And I was like, oh, that's the name. And so that's what I changed the name of the the website to was divination and fortune telling. And even when I was writing my book, when sometimes like you can develop like a bit of like imposter syndrome and and stuff like that, when you're doing Mm -hmm. something that you can sense is quite life-changing or gonna be quite impactful for you. And I had a lot of that when I was writing my book, and it was—it's so strange because it's a subject that I've been well versed in my entire life, divination. But I was just really interested in writing this book. But then there was another part in me that was like, "Oh, what if the, what if people think you're weird about like the certain things that I was saying about divination or whatever?" But it kept on happening to me that when I was typing words, say like heart or card or even like divination or spirituality the words kept on being said like on tv or people who would walk past me like my sisters or whatever would be on the phone and they would like casually say a words that I was typing so that's how I knew that I was on the right track so I would say that that probably is the best system of divination because it's just super weird when it happens but and it happens to a lot of people because I talk about it quite a lot like to my audience and things And a lot of people don't even realize that it has a name (laughs) they're
0: like wow yeah absolutely
1: yeah there's a name for that
0: (laughs) so just by the nature of divination that connotes that you are more connected to your spiritual side and essence and a lot of people have no idea like hey how can i start with this what does it mean to learn divination one they may have fears they may have some kind of mental blockage But do you think that just starting to cultivate that spiritual connection is really important like for people who want to start on a divination journey or do you think it's better that maybe that they just dive into a particular practice or technique and then use that to cultivate their spiritual connection?
1: I always think that doing something is better than doing nothing. So people when they're learning to roll right they'll always come to me and they'll say how can I form a bond with my cards and the best way to form a bond with a fond, the best way to form a bond with your cards is to read with them it's like if you're not actually actively doing it then you're not going to get the benefits that that system of divination provides so you can't really say well on one hand you should develop your spirituality before you like perform divination or you should start develop you, you should start performing divination before you develop because those two things kind of feed into each other. So as you perform divination, your spirituality sort of develops at the same time. So there's not really a line between where you can say, right, well, you must start here first or or you must start there first. And I think that as, as your spiritual journey sort of progresses, then your ability to perform readings does change and evolve. And your understanding of what divination is also evolves with that. So say, for example, like years ago, because I started reading tarot when I was only seven years old, because I had family members that were readers and and things like that, quite well-known, like fortune tellers and stuff. And when I first started performing divination, I used to look at them as being a very, like, separate thing. So here was my tarot, and here was my ability to see spirits, and here was my dreams that sometimes happened in real life, and I used to look at them as being very separate entities. But then as time goes on and you learn more about divination and you learn different systems of divination you start to see that they all begin to sort of blend together and there's there's not really a line between well this is my tarot reading and this is like my real life it's like you become like a diviner as your nature becomes the nature of a diviner it's like a transition into becoming a diviner it's not that you're just divination is a lifestyle not like a daily practice do you know what I mean
0: yes absolutely absolutely because you're going to start seeing those signs and serendipity and all this thing that's happening around you it becomes impossible not to notice it once you're like you're really tuned into it
1: yeah and I think as well is that if you're quite worried um one bit of advice that I have for people that they might be a bit worried about working with signs or working with omens people think that something bad is going to happen to them spiritually if they second guess a sign that's from spirit so it's sort of like you know in the bible how like Job sort of um started to second guess like his connection with god and and stuff like that people think that's going to happen to them Mm -hmm. if they like second guess a sign they think that something bad is going to happen to them or that spirit is going to go away or something like that but to be completely honest with you i think that even just having that um not so much apprehension or doubt, but I think that the more that you question your signs and the more that they reappear and prove to you that they're actually are communicating with you, that's better. So sometimes I do think that even being skeptical is a good thing because you can learn to overcome your scepticism through working with signs. So if you see a sign and you might second guess it, you might say to yourself, hmm, I don't know if I believe that's a sign. And then you see another one and then you see another one and then you're like, okay.
0: Yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: This is such a fascinating topic to me uh, because it does really connect to this concept of personal power, connecting to the divinity inside of yourself. I think that there's a lot of inner hurdles sometimes that people have to overcome. So I think it's super awesome that you have a book on this, The Modern Oracle. Everyone, definitely check out this book. You will not be disappointed. And reach out to Lisa if you have questions. She uh, is an amazing teacher. Where are you based out of, Lisa?
1: Where do I live? Yes. Oh, I Mm -hmm. live in Scotland. So I live in in Scotland.
0: (laughs) And do you do sessions with people like all over the world? Can they book something with you via Zoom?
1: Yeah, well, usually I do courses. So that's like my full-time job is to teach divination courses. So if they come along to like my website and join my newsletter or whatever, you'll get to hear about courses and events and group events and stuff.
0: Excellent. Definitely make sure to go check out Lisa and her work. Get her book, The Modern Oracle. You will definitely learn something new and be able to better connect with yourself and spirit. Thank you so much for being my guest today.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: You've been listening to another episode of Practical Wellness. Make sure to share with your friends and family and have a great day.